the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrip. President Trump gave an update to the nation on the coronavirus, saying the U.S. acted fast and it paid off. Experts now agree that the decision to move so quickly, despite a lot of opposition on that decision, was uh, a wise one. It greatly slowed the spread of the virus to the United States, and it really uh, gave us time to do some of the critical moves that we've done. And it allowed these great professionals to get together and figure it all out. The president said the U.S. has 22 patients currently confirmed to have the virus and recorded one death, a medically high-risk patient in her 50s. Before the president's update, he opened the news uh, conference with the press saying the U.S. and Taliban had signed a historic peace agreement after nearly 20 years of war. He remembered those who gave the ultimate sacrifice the last two decades. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka has some words to live by. You do not apologize for being on the side of truth. You do not apologize for standing up to your Christian values. They'll get out the hammer. They'll get out the pile driver. And then they'll try and take you down finally. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot Intelligent Radio. Another hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the headliner edition with Mitch Berg coming up next year on the Patriot just after 2 p.m. in the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. It's going to be a nice afternoon out there, mostly sunny skies, low 40s, and a nice Sunday as well, partly sunny and mid-40s. The Patriot Daybreak Insider is our new newsletter. If you're busy, if you're on the move, this is for you. It's all the top stories in one place. It's your first look at the top stories. Use the keyword subscribe and subscribe to the Patriot Daybreak Insider at am1280thepatriot.com. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that is making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, and FM 107.5. Must not forget that. If you're listening in crystal clear FM sound in the West Metro, welcome and you're welcome. Uh, Great to have you here. Uh, One of the themes on this broadcast, one of many themes, let's be honest, a countless variety of themes that have been on this broadcast, ergo not really a theme so much as a subject that I'm constantly coming back to, is the idea that whatever politicians try and play scientist something bad usually happens and when you think they can never be dumber about their approach to scientific things than they were someone in government will say hold my beer or perhaps hold my kombucha depending on the party that you're talking about here and with us to talk about an attempt well first of all an example of 
beer or perhaps a more mind-altering drug that was held some time ago in the legislature, an attempt to rectify that are my next two guests in the broadcast here, here in the studio, uh, for a longtime friend of the broadcast uh, from the Burnsville City Council, Kara Schultz. Kara, welcome. Thank you very much for having me Pull that microphone right up close there. You can just be like Mick Jagger here if you want. All right, right, perfect. There (laughs) you go. And on the phone with us, uh, live from a volleyball tournament in greater Minnesota, Representative Jeremy Munson. Uh, Representative Munson, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you, Mitch. Thanks for having us on for this important topic. This is an important topic, and let's describe, first of all, let's describe the back, uh, backdrop to these two bills that have been introduced in the, uh, in the Minnesota State Legislature, in the Senate. Uh, let's describe the problem that we are trying to uh, rectify here, uh, Senator Munson. Well, I, I think that we, we almost need to talk about you know, the opioid crisis as it was seen last year. Um, there was some sweeping reforms that were pushed through um, that both restricted access to uh, to pain medication and then also, you know, you tax the opioid industry so that they could, you know, fight crime and pay for uh, mental health and addiction. Um, but government can only control the legal drugs. They can't control the illegal drugs because they're already illegal. So they put restrictions on on pain drugs that impacted patients who have chronic and intractable pain. Yeah. So I heard immediately from people who were, um, you know, being weaned off um, prescription drugs or they were, you know, the prescription was being denied. And so uh, I think that this is an example of government overreach trying to solve a problem created more problems. Yeah, and, and make no mistake about it, there is a problem with, with opioid abuse out there, and, and there are all sorts of issues that need to be dealt with uh, all over the place, and, and nobody's saying that's not the case. But on the other hand, uh, the unintended consequence of the, of, the, of the legislation that came out of the last session is directly harming real people. And we'll talk more about that with Kara Schultz in the second segment here, because, of course, this bill is of direct importance to her and and a lot of people like her and potentially a lot of people like you out there in the audience as well. But uh, Representative Munson, tell us a little bit about uh, your legislation, its intent, what you're trying to accomplish with this uh, with this initiative. Yeah, well, I I had a, uh, a pain patient reach out to me by the name of Cammie Laval. Um, and she has been um, kind of suffering even more pain since this legislation went in. Um, she went through the statute and um, made adjustments. She was talking to a lot of people that had input and uh, really brought this legislation to me, an example of how we can reform government. This is the best bill, by the way, one that's written by um, a citizen lobbyist as opposed to industry. And one bill would actually kind of loosen some of the restrictions and recommendations that are uh, being pushed on doctors and how they prescribe. And then another bill um, allows uh, two voting members of the DHS opiate work group to be pain patients so that they can actually have a voice on this work group, which is also working on some reforms um, for, for opiates. Yeah, and, and you've described a couple of remedies to some issues in the status quo that desperately need to be changed. Just to go on the last one there, uh, Kara Schultz informs me that this working group on opioid prescriptions included no pain patients. Nobody who actually is a chronic pain sufferer was allowed into the clubhouse, uh, I'm told, Representative Munson. That seems like a drastic omission uh, to start off with and, and, and setting the status quo up for some real, I don't know, let's call them unintended consequences. So that's, that's the first of the issues. But, but tell us a little bit about what the 
the legislation that your legislation is trying to fix got wrong and how that's affecting people? Well, you know, back in, I think it was 2015, the Center for Disease Control issued a statement on some guidelines on how doctors should be changing their prescribing habits because there, are, there were legitimately some doctors that were um, handing out too many opiates for like, you know, a tooth extraction. They'd give them a 30-day supply of Vicodin or something. Um, and there were some doctors who did not know they were causing damage. But over the past several years, the entire industry has shifted and the amount of prescriptions have been dropped somewhere between you know, 30 and 50% um, as a correction. And then a bunch of states, like I think 30 states passed opiate uh, legislation to restrict opiates. And then a month before, actually not even a month, two weeks before we voted on this bill last year, the CDC issued this big statement saying, you know, stop, you're overreacting. We didn't want you to, you know, wean uh, chronic pain patients and intractable pain patients off of opiates. These drugs are the only thing that's keeping these, you know, these pain patients uh, to living a normal life. And, uh, you know, you shouldn't be overreacting. But yet we still pass the opioid bill. And uh, we have a lot of work to do to try to uh, change some of the regulations that are impacting these patients. And one of the bills that will attempt to change these regulations is House File 3746 currently uh, currently out for consideration. Uh, this is a bill that uh, will address the notion of intractable, uh, intractable pain. I just pronounce it three times fast. I'll probably get it two out of three times, but there's always that third time that gets me. Anyway, uh, describe uh, the desired effect of uh, House File 3746, Representative Munson. Well, look, it will it will allow some uh, leniency on doctors to actually work with their patients and prescribe the correct amount of opiates. Um, interestingly enough, the opioid bill that came through did not, uh, it only addressed physicians' care, even though more than physicians can prescribe opiates, like nurse practitioners and such. So uh, it also makes some, some technical corrections to the bill that are really important so that, uh, um, you know, it doesn't just shield liability for doctors, but it includes uh, nurses and, stu- and, uh, and uh, physicians' assistants as well. Um, but it really just it changes the um, kind of the recommendations on on how they're prescribing, kind of loosens them back to what they where they were, or uh, loosens them from where the opioid bill uh, restricted them to. It sounds like the original legislation that you're attempting to modify here got an awful lot of things wrong. Almost sounds as if they may have legalized marijuana a couple of years too early. Uh, a lot, a lot of gaps here that that you're closing up here. We'll talk about the effects of those gaps in in a in a few moments here with, with Kara Schultz. But let's talk a little bit about sort of the legislative landscape that your bill thirty seven forty six and your other bill. Uh, which we'll talk about mm-hmm. in a moment here, the Opioid Prescription Work Group, which doesn't have a number yet. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. But tell, tell us a little bit about the legislative landscape you're facing right now. Sure. I mean, it, it's difficult for legislators to admit that they maybe overreacted. You know, this is legislation that was passed just last year. Um, and uh, quite honestly, legislators like to feel like they've solved the opioid problem um, you know, campaign mailers are probably already being printed up with their talking points on it. So, they, you know, we really don't want to talk about making changes to, to bills that we've already passed. But this is this is really important to admit when we made a mistake. Um, I shouldn't say we. I voted against this bill. I think there were 29 of us that voted against the opioid bill but um, for, for concerns like this and for the cost. But um, but we should we should really be making these corrections quickly because people are suffering. 
So are you, what's your general sense about the, the odds of this bill advance? First of all, where is the bill right now? Is it in committee? Where, where, so, where are we at with these? Yeah, the, the, the bill is assigned to the Health and Human Services Committee in the House. Um, I'm waiting for uh, two senators that are were on vacation this week to uh, review the, the, the Senate jackets and see if they can uh, introduce it in the Senate. And uh, we'll get a hearing. We have a deadline coming up uh, the first week of March. So we need to have a hearing in one committee in one legislative body uh, to meet the first deadline. And then uh, the second deadline comes up on just a few weeks after that, that we have to get it through uh, one of the, you know, to the final committee in one one legislative body. So uh, so we have to we have to get this through. And then also, if we if we can't get it, a hearing on its own. Um, there may be some other legislation that's going through that we can um, that's similar that we could amend this to, so we could use the language and amend it to another bill. Um, I don't like to do that, but uh, we'll we'll try to find the best way to get this through. And, and, and then also, you know, I've, I've set up a, a you know website, so JeremyMunson.com/slash/pain kind of lists what's going on with the legislation and has a you know, a petition people can sign and get on the email list so we can email everybody and the pain patients out there so that we need the pain patients in Minnesota who are impacted by this bill to email and call their legislator, um, ask for a hearing, ask for their support in the bill. Um, this is how we get this done through grassroots activism. And uh, so I'm encouraging people to go out to, you know, jeremymunson.com slash pain and, and sign the petition. It's almost as if you've been on this broadcast before and you knew my next question. What can uh, Main Street Minnesota do to, to help this bill out? Uh, we'll, we'll go back. By the way, I will post the link to jeremymunson.com slash pain at shotinthedark.info. For those of you who uh, can't remember URLs uh, that fluently, we'll, we'll get that out there for you. Got, got a lot of links to post here today. So you're in a uh, house uh, a house committee that is run by the DFL. Are you? Is it your sense that there is some opposition to the the idea of reforming this this overreaction, as the CDC put it? Uh, are you facing yeah. any opposition uh, on this bill? Um, you know, I I haven't faced any direct opposition. Um, yesterday, I met in Apple Valley with a pain patient, a couple of pain patients, and uh, representatives Hewitt and uh, Bierman, so two DFL legislators and a DFL senator, to kind of discuss the path forward for this bill and how we can uh, get this through and, and build support. Um, ultimately, and I'll tell you, as, as a legislator, when people start calling your office and sending you emails, um, that's one of the best, uh, you know, things to kick, kick things in gear. Um, and so really people can, you know, get the house file number and, and start calling their legislator to support it. Um, get, get letters of support from doctors and from other pain patients to share your story. Eventually, if we get a hearing, we'll need some pain patients to come up and testify, um, and how this bill has impacted them and, and why it's needed. I can't reform. imagine opposing this. I mean, there's no lobby that benefits financially from pain. I can't imagine. So, but again, yeah, hearing from constituents definitely gets uh, gets people's attention. I will post the link not only to uh, the the uh, to, to uh, Jeremy Munson slash pain, but as well as uh, as to the legislative website to people where people can find their their members of the committee and their local representative call. This is this is important. Representative Jerry Mun- Jeremy Munson, appreciate you coming on the broadcast here today to talk about this important piece of legislation. Please keep us updated on this. Okay. 
Thank you very much, Mitch, and thanks, Kara, for being on today. Oh, yeah, we'll get to Kara Schultz in just a moment here. Been waiting patiently right. here, taking notes feverishly, uh, getting ready for her uh, moment on this, because I know this is an issue about which you, Kara, are quite passionate for a very good reason. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll get back to that in a moment here. Give us your call, by the way, 651-289-4488, Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Way down in the Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. In this latest ad for Early Bird Electric, we're going to discuss phones. Why would we want to talk about phones for an ad for Early Bird Electric? It's because the phones at Early Bird lack a certain feature. They don't have a hold button. When you call 612-THE-BIRD, Early Bird Electric guarantees you won't be placed on hold because they can't. No button, no hold. Early Bird Electric feels the customer is the most important aspect of their business. So no hold, no way. Call 612-THE-BIRD. First-time customers receive a free service call with repair. Or call 612-THE-BIRD. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now, you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-459-3174. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-459-3174. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. Call 1-800-459-3174. 1-800-459-3174. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-708-3091. 800 708 3091. That's 800 708 3091. Your first year of Christian school is half price through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Join Dr. Sebastian Gorka and special guest Mike Lindell, proprietor of My Pillow and guy who brought me the best pillow I've ever owned, on an extraordinary 10-day adventure through Israel, the Stand with Israel tour. 
coming up this December, the 2nd through the 11th. You get to float on the Dead Sea, visit Tel Aviv, and believe me, you, you want to float on the Dead Sea and visit Tel Aviv rather than the other way around. By the way, Jerusalem, much more, while experts introduce you to the key historic sites and the modern marvels. Uh, Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher had their shot at standing with Israel last December. Now it's your turn, along with Dr. Gorka. Check it out. Go to am1280thepatriot.com. Get registered. <laughs> he ain't going to be able to do it for you. Anyway, uh, continuing the subject from the last segment here, I am joined again by uh, Burnsville City Councilman Kara Schultz. Welcome back to the broadcast. Thank you very much for having me on. Now, I wasn't aware of the, the I mean, everyone who reads the news, watches mm-hmm. the news, listens to the news is aware that there's an opioid problem in this country. The suicide rate is through the roof. Uh, the overdose rate is, is gone crazy. Vast swaths of blue-collar rural America are suffering from uh, addiction to one of many varieties of opioids that are out there. There are certainly issues upstream in the process that the that legislation around the country, including the, the bill that uh, Representative Munson is trying to rectify, mm-hmm. uh, brought about. On the other hand, you were among the first people I saw uh, sounding the alarms about the effect that this... Yes. Rather knee-jerky legislation from the son of it has had on victims, uh, people with chronic pain, people who, uh, like yourself, who've had to deal with uh, with in what the bill calls intractable pain. Right. Tell us what brought this to your attention and uh, and describe the nature of this overreaction and what it's and the effect it's had on on, on pain victim pain sufferers, I should say. You know, overreaction is absolutely the word for it. The opioid crisis in the United States is actually a crisis of illegal fentanyl. It's right. not prescription pain medication. Right. You know, they just had, um, you know, Annals of Emergency Medicine just put out another study. And there's been study after study after study. And they showed that there is a 0.6 misuse rate, rate of opioids of patients who are prescribed pain medication. 0.6%? Misuse. That's right. not even addiction rate. Right. But I'm just saying six out of a thousand uh, cases is, yeah. is that we're talking about. Wow. That's... So the percentage is very low. So it's it's not a case of prescription medication that is causing the issues that we're having with addiction. Right. It's illegal drugs. Right. I mean, that's flat out what it is. So yeah, it absolutely was an overreaction. Yes. Um, I became involved in this because um, I... I'm a colon cancer survivor. I get to say that now. Yeah. Um, Congratulations. And in my colon cancer support groups and other cancer support groups, I started to notice in other states, um, legislation was passing. And Munson mentioned, yes, there's 34 other states that have legislation like this. And they were talking about the impact it was having on them and that they couldn't get pain medication. And for for a cancer patient, I mean, the levels of pain that you endure while you're in treatment are off the chart. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's undescribable, the pain that you're in. And they they couldn't even get pain medications. And so we started to see it crank tighter and tighter and tighter down. And then I started to see that happening in Minnesota. And yeah. then this legislation passed, and, and what was um, an extreme concern is is now reaching levels that are catastrophic and that's and, the only way i can describe it and and the catastrophic effects are are, are on real people this is not theoretical yes. i mean i i the worst pain i've suffered was let's just say an abscess tooth right and that was pretty made my life pretty miserable but it had a pretty finite end to uh right. end to it uh someone in my life just had surgery on their wrist that involved mm-hmm. some nerve surgery and after two days it's pretty 
intolerable. And I, God knows what it'd be like without without a two-day dose of Vicodin here. Right. Uh, on the other hand, someone who's been having their abdominal wall uh, chopped up right. uh, over, the, over the period of a lot of time, that's a lot of nerve damage in a place with a lot of very sensitive nerves. And I cannot imagine, literally, it is literally unimaginable. And the effect that that level of pain, even with treatment, right. has on people is is debilitating beyond description. And when people start running out of legal treatment for that, I, I can scarcely imagine the effects, but I suspect you don't have to imagine it, Kara. You, you no, deal I with these people. No, I don't have to imagine it. So I can give you an example yeah. of what happened with a cancer patient right here in Minnesota, and this was two weeks ago. Um, she's now dead. Oof. She um, killed herself. Right. And that is becoming an increasing option for people with chronic pain that is now unmanaged or cancer patients. And first, um, she was told she had to pick between her um, anxiety medication or her pain medication. And oftentimes, cancer patients are either treated for anxiety and depression while they're undergoing treatment. That's normal. Right. So she picked her pain medication. Two months later, they told her, we're actually going to stop your pain medication. Um, and she's she was in active cancer treatment, stage four. Wow. Um, breast cancer. And she used the last of her pain medication to kill herself because wow. the, th- the thought of what she would have to endure, seeing her children watch her as she was crying and begging for release, she couldn't do that to her family anymore, and she couldn't withstand it. So that is what's happening now. And there's other unintended consequences that are happening that are just horrific. I, I can't, uh, literally cannot imagine. I, I mean, and, 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 the, and, and yet, as a person with a modestly functional conscience, I'll just say, right. if I were in charge in any way, shape, or form, God forbid, of setting policy over this sort of thought, I would have to think there are people out there who, for whom pain management is literally life and death. It is. My little limited experience with it has made me think, boy, someone who's got this kind of thing going on for real, it's just a matter of sanity and preservation of life at the very least. And, yeah. and so how on earth did our legislature get it so very, very wrong? So they wanted to do something about the opioid crisis, and, and Representative Munson was right. You can't control the illegal drugs. They're already illegal, so they were going to go after legal drugs. And everyone wanted to feel that they were doing something positive, that they, right. were, they were making a difference. And so there was just this very buoyant feeling of, we're finally going to do this. We're going to help. We're mm. going to help curb addiction. Um, and it's wrong on so many levels. I mean, we know what causes most addiction in this country. It is untreated childhood trauma. Yeah. Flat out. That's exactly what it is. I thought it was video games. Okay, untreated trauma, yes. if if we wanted to cure addiction, if we wanted to prevent addiction in this country, that's what we would do. But, you know, you can't just... um, do a bill and then congratulate yourself that everything's all done and, you know, have a party and, and call it good. Yeah. Um, and, but I think, uh, I think quite a few of our state legislatures um, kind of got caught up in that feeling of that they were going to be doing something good and having a good impact. And now it's probably an awful feeling to think you have to revisit this and maybe this was not the fix you were looking for. And, and That's going to be difficult. It, and, and, 
and hate to say it, but it should be difficult. People, I mean, guilt yeah. is guilt is the universe's way of telling you you screwed up yeah. and you hurt people. Now, these two bills, 3746, yes. the intractable pain bill that we just discussed with Representative Munson, and the other one, which doesn't have a number yet, it's right. hot off the griddle, the, opioid, the reforms to the uh, opioid prescription work group. Now, is yes. this a group that actually approves prescriptions or sets policy or what, what is this yeah, group? Yeah, so they, they set policy. This is an, uh, you know, they're not elected officials, but what they do is they set policy. Like they set policy with how the state of Minnesota interacts with Minsure and, and all of those types of agencies, um, how they regulate and track the drugs within um, within the state of Minnesota. And I think what people don't realize is that doctors are scared right now and they are scared to prescribe medications. Right. Um, they're dumping patients if they have to take medication. They're just discharging them wow. because they know they are being tracked. The state sends out a nasty gram to them saying, you're prescribing too much. And it doesn't matter how much or how little they're prescribing. Yeah. And Let's, then I, with the DA, it goes after them. And by the way, this is this is the, the ugly side of this, well, one of many ugly yeah. sides of this legislation. What are the consequences to a, a, a doctor or getting on, or a professional of any kind, a nurse practitioner, a dentist for that matter, getting on this, this watch list, if you will. Even vets. Even vets, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what, what, veterinarians. Oh, good Lord, yes. Right. So what are the consequences to a professional uh, in, in the healing professions getting on this watch Certainly. list? So what happens is if they are on the watch list, these are the things that can happen to them. They can be investigated by the DEA. They can have um, their assets taken under civil asset forfeiture without even being charged for a crime. So oh. they can lose their house. They can lose their car. They can lose their practice. Yeah. Um, all the patient files can be taken, and then they, they have no access to their own patient files. Wow. Um, they get perp walked out. It's oh, it's very visible because they like to be seen doing a big bust. Um yeah. You know, we, we have hired additional law enforcement to go after them. So it's very punitive. No, Public employee unions yeah. benefit from it. Yeah. Well, can we, we got to take a break you in bet. just a moment here at Carousels. But by the way, we're, we'll post a link uh, shortly here, right after the broadcast, to jeremymunson.com slash pain, as well as the references to the bills and uh, hopefully uh, give you the call to action you need, which is to contact your legislature. In fact, we'll talk about that in just a moment here, as well as your usual call to action, Kara uh, Schultz. It's, it's become an annual tradition here and probably a very good thing, all things considered. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488 or hashtag NarnShow, should you care to join us. I, I sincerely hope you do. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. This is Al Mombert. This Sunday morning on the World of Aviation, we'll visit with World War II Tuskegee Airman Dr. Harold Brown. Harold grew up in Minneapolis and fought as a combat pilot. Following the war, he joined the Strategic Air Command before earning his Ph.D. Join us this Sunday morning at 10.05 for Dr. Harold Brown's incredible story as he fought two wars at once, Hitler's fascist regime and racism at home. That's the World of Aviation here on AM 1280, The Patriot. The Patriots Business Benefactor Program is back next week. You'll have the opportunity to make a donation to a local charity and get 40 radio ads for your business as our thank you. Keep listening for details on our Business Benefactor Program. 
When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a million questions flood your mind. How can this be happening? Am I going to be able to work? What's a subtype? What do I do now? We know. We went through it too. But once you start to understand your options, you can partner with your doctor and find ways to face MBC on your own terms. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com and learn how to speak up and have a more informed conversation with your doctor. Some questions have answers. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com to find some of yours. When we lost Dad this past year, it was really hard. Then we found out Minnesota was taking 13% of the inheritance he left behind. Even though Dad paid his taxes his entire life, that's just not fair. Not to mention, independent studies have shown the death tax drives so many people away, it actually loses the state money. It's time to end the unfair death tax now. To learn more, visit axthetaxmn.com. Brought to you by the Center of the American Experiment. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. If you are experiencing hair loss, let this be the year to make a new hairs resolution. I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss. I need more hair.com. Hi, I'm Mike Greenlee, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. And they can do the same for you. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, the results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. That's INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Let this be the year to make a new hair's resolution. Check out INeedMoreHair.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, should you care to join me. By the way, my band Elephant in the Room, live tonight out at the Stillwater Bowl and Lounge in Stillwater. It's on Highway 36 East of the Metro, just south of 36 on Omaha Street. Now, my producer, Eric, has played the Doobie Brothers here. And I thought it's an admirable effort at topicality, but in fact, marijuana legalization, not the same thing. But thank you anyway. Good try. 651-289-4488. No laughing matter here whatsoever. We're talking with Kara Schultz, uh, Burnsville City Councilman, about the attempt to rectify the 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 overreach that has gone into actual physical torture of people who can't fight back. Uh, And we'll love to have your phone calls uh, about this, but most of all, we'd love to have you contact your legislators. Uh, We'll be posting the link to jeremymunson.com slash pain for details of what you can do uh, to support uh, House File 3746. And by the way, I will be uh, at this coming Wednesday, we'll be talking about later on the hour down at uh, Gun Owners Lobbying Day at the Minnesota State Capitol. Yep. I believe you will be as well, uh, Carol. Uh, and since my representative is Rena Moran, 
and my senator is Sandy Pappas, I may as well be making Second Amendment uh, requests to a brick wall. Uh, so maybe I'll just take my opportunity to talk a little bit of pain management and a little bit of opioid bill with both of them here. Uh, that would be wonderful. Make a silk purse out of a sow's ear, as it were, hypothetically speaking here. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's uh, take let's go to the phones in Lakeville. Cami, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You're on the air with Kara Schultz. Hey, Cami. Yes. Uh, hi, Kara. Uh, I just wanted to call and say thank you to Kara and to Representative Munson um, for being on the show, and thank you for allowing them and doing this important uh, piece. Um, oh. It's negatively impacted my life, and I just want to say thank you for raising awareness to this and talking about this very vital piece of legislation. Now, you say it's affected your life. Without going into, too, well, without going into details you don't want to go into, uh, you, what what effect has the the current overreach, you know, the, the the blunt force bill last year had on on your life, Cami? I'm sorry to hear this, but what what effect has it had? Well, um, it's it, it, the bill um has negatively impacted me, but what's worse than the bill is actually the guidelines that have been misapplied, misinterpreted. I'm actually on palliative care, and I'm being tapered from my medication, oh. even though I'm exempt. Ah, so in other words, the doctors, I'm just going to guess here, physicians in an overabundance of caution are, are and fear of federal prosecution are erring on the side of caution for them and, and pain for you from the sound of it? Exactly what ah. Kara said. And this is due to um, the current Minnesota guidelines and the CDC guidelines, which neither even mention the, the term intractable pain. Oh, wow. I am so sorry to hear this. And this is what happens when people who aren't scientists decide to play scientist and people who aren't cops decide to play law enforcement. I I hope this bill takes effect pronto, uh, Cami, and that you can get the care you need here. This is absolutely terrible. I thank you for calling in today. Best of luck to you, okay? Absolutely. Thank you for the time. Thank you very much as well. Let's go to Hopkins. Vanessa, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network with, uh, Network with Kara Schultz. Um, hi. Uh, I was just calling because, um, as uh, Cami was speaking about um, the guidelines as well, I have chronic pain, but even before I had chronic pain, um, I had a few surgeries for um, some illnesses I had. And I found out that I had trouble because I have a genetic condition where I don't process a lot of meds effectively. Like, I... Uh, a lot of opiates, particularly, I only process about 50% as other people do because I just have the genetic condition, and that's just another added fact that makes it very hard to get proper pain care because they're, you know, they're so worried about limits and stuff like that. Yeah, it sounds uh, so. So this has had the effect of you, you, you had a hard time getting enough to manage chronic pain before this legislation came up, and now you're doubly in trouble here from the sound of it. Well, it's, it's even yeah. Well, it's even harder. You know, I haven't had very well controlled pain it's hard to even hold down a job in quite a while because now they're worried about limits on top of just you know being worried in general i was even in the hospital an extra night a while ago when i first had surgery and found out that i had this problem (laughs) ouch and so not only is this uh, torturing people and by the way uh vanessa thank you very much for your call and uh, i hope this bill takes effect quickly and and gives you the relief you need uh yeah, there's so many things about this. It's just like, I mean, this right. talk about the extra time in hospital that is yes. being spent by people who can't manage their pain and have to cry uncle and, and go to the hospital and, and yeah. incur those catastrophic bills that come from extra hospital time. 
Absolutely. It's really impacting people. Um, yes, they are having to, you know, try to find ways to have their pain managed. Um, and, you know, that bill, what it did was it said, doctors, you know, we're going to limit who you can prescribe to, how much you can prescribe, how long. I mean, they really got into the minutia of medical care, but yeah. it's impacting people in other ways. So if if you are on pain medication or you're a cancer patient in survivorship that needs, you know, assistance with continued pain, pain um, management, 40%, this was a study that was just done, 40% of primary care doctors will not accept you as a patient wow. for anything. Wow. So this means that you can't get any kind of medical care. So you are a pariah. No, you, you can't get basic medical care, not even talking about having your pain managed. You get dumped. Yeah. So House File 3746, uh, is it fair to say, might do something to r- reduce the risk of yes. caring for people in pain? Yes. Sounds like it makes sense. It, I know. <laughs> to put it lightly, yes. yes. Uh, yeah, unconscionably lightly, perhaps. But that's what people like me do when we see something that makes this little sense. We we go for, for tasteless humor. Uh, my apologies to everyone. Uh, this... This this subject seems to uh, first really gorgeous day of the of the early spring. Yes. I expect normally to get no phone calls. Uh, <laughs> if you'll pardon the expression, we seem to have struck a nerve here. Lenny from yeah. Lake Elmo, uh, welcome to the Northern Alliance. You're with Kara Schultz. Go right ahead. Yes, hi, Kara. Yes, my name is Lenny. I'm calling from Lake Elmo, and I moved here a few years ago from um, Milwaukee. And um, a number of years ago, I was an upper-level gymnast. And uh, starting about 12 years ago, I di- diagnosed with spondylolisthesis. Okay. And it led me to having um, nine back surgeries, Ow. leaving me with 16 rods, screws, a cage. I have two surgically implanted spinal cord stimulators. Um, like I said, a couple of years ago, we moved from Milwaukee to here, Lake Elmo. I can't find a doctor. Yeah. I have searched up and down. I have called everywhere, and no doctor will, will take me. I'm so so I have to do about a four-and-a-half, five-hour drive back to Milwaukee to my doctor. Um, I go every three months, um, but this is rough. This is rough. Nobody will take me. I am so scared. And, you know, even getting the prescriptions from my doctor, I am scared every month when I take that piece of paper into my pharmacist that um, I will be denied, be denied by them or be denied by the insurance. So far, I have been lucky there. But um, seriously, my heart is in my throat. My blood pressure um, is just rising. Um, I don't know what to do. Uh, I don't know what to do. I, I am sorry to hear that. I, my hopes and prayers are with you, and I hope that this bill and other common sense uh, jumps to the fore and, and, and causes some uh, common sense to break out here. You know, and she's bringing up another hurdle. Yeah. Even if your doctor prescribes medication for you, a pharmacist can refuse to fill it for right. any reason, and they are increasingly. They're under I the mean, gun, too. You talk about, and they are, they're being investigated as well. 
Um, but CVS is one of the absolute worst offenders um, for refusing to fill pain medications. Yeah. Oh, I found this out this last week myself. Mm-hmm. Well, not myself, but someone in my life had the same problem, got turned yeah. away from CVS. Um, and fortunately, there was a Walgreens across the street that did the job. But yeah, that's that's for a small dose. And and now it's is Wisconsin dose, yeah. is Wisconsin one of those states that doesn't have this sort of knee jerk bill, or are they just uh, or or did uh, Lenny just get lucky? So um, she's lucky to have that physician. Okay, people are traveling across a state, two states. People are having to fly to get to a doctor that wow. will treat them. Um, and I'm not even just talking about managing their pain. I'm talking about that will take them as a patient and treat them. Yeah. That's why I'm saying what has happened is catastrophic. Yeah. And people are ashamed to speak out about it. And, you know, sometimes people say, well, why aren't I hearing more about this? Because when people do say, you know, I need my pain medication to function, yeah. other people turn around to them and say, well, if you need it, maybe you're addicted. Well, you know, would you say to a diabetic who says, I need my insulin, would you say to him, well, you know, maybe you should try Tylenol instead. You seem to have a problem. So there's a lot of shame to it. Also, there are activists out there that watch for when pain patients speak up for themselves, and then they report them for having drug-seeking behavior. And they're doing that to suppress people from speaking out. Oh, you see, that's one of those things I was thinking in the back of my head. Uh, in the back of my mind, as as you were ta- as you and Representative Munson were talking about this, and I thought nobody could be that depraved. Yeah, I mean, I, I run into this for talking about politics. I get stalkers, I get weirdos, I get doxers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you sort of get used to it when you're conservative in St. Paul to some extent, but someone who's actually speaking out about this issue getting doxed right. by oh my lord, there is no hell hot enough for people like that. I mean, this is an incredibly vulnerable population. They are already have difficulty advocating for themselves because a lot of times they physically can't leave their homes anymore. And now you're adding this other layer on to silence them. That makes this extremely hard. And that's why I'm extremely outspoken on this issue. I can be outspoken on this issue. I do not take any pain medications. So I can be very outspoken on this and there's nothing anyone can threaten me with. Right. Well, let's let's talk about uh, about trying to right this wrong right now here yes. and, and give them no ammunition to to dox people over. Again, yes. this is House File 3746. I will post a link at shotinthedark.info. Uh, you can go to jeremymunson.com slash pain. I'll post that link at shotinthedark.info as well as the bill information about it. Uh, as soon as I get time in about 20 minutes here with any luck and anything else people need to know or can do to help uh, push this this writing of a tragic wrong. Absolutely. People need to speak out in any venue that they can. Yes, they need to speak out on social media. Yeah. Um, they need to push back against this narrative that, you know, we have to take away all pain medications. But we absolutely have to have you contacting your representatives. And even though we don't have the Senate file number yet, if you reference the HF, they know what you're talking about. They right. know this is coming. You have to contact them. Even if this isn't affecting you personally, 
we need you to be an ally and stand with people who can't advocate for themselves right now. You have to get involved. That is a direct call to action to each and every one of you out there. There is no moral excuse for this particular overreach, this particular bit of blunt force, uninformed legislation is affecting people's lives in real and tragic ways. Uh, Kara Schultz, we plan on being done now, but yes. we've got your usual subject we have to yes. talk about here. And we'll pull this subject from... No, I can't go there. I can't go. It's a Salem station. I can't go there. But we'll, <laughs> uh, let's take... We can keep you for one more segment here? Yes. All right. Let's do that. Uh, because, yes, we will do the needful on your other big flagship subject yes. here. On the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. You see it on TV every day. Global turmoil. But these international events help keep interest rates low and may even drive them lower. In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage have lowered our interest rates for the new year. And that's great news for homeowners. If you have a current rate above 2.99%, Call us to see how much you can save. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. And we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. With our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify, there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. For a free quote, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. When it comes to replacing your windows and doors, ignorance is not bliss. You only want to have to do it once, and you don't want to make a mistake. Great Plains Windows and Doors has been helping homeowners all over the Twin Cities with their replacement needs, utilizing the entire line of Anderson Core product, including the most popular 400 series, which contractors trust the most, and they're made right here in Minnesota. 
Now that sounds like bliss. For a truly remarkable experience, contact Great Plains Windows and Doors at greatplainswindows.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Oh, wait. We're doing a subject on opioids, and you play Mr. Jones and me. Oh, you're going for that shock jock thing, aren't you there, Eric? I'll tell you, when we finally do an official show nickname for you, Katie, bar the door. Anyway, we got serious business to talk about here. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight, and and who'd have thought that your usual subject would be a big relief after this last hour here? I know, I know. Uh, We're like, oh. Phew, something not quite so heavy. We're going to talk about colon cancer. Colon cancer and colon health. Yeah, it's like, oh, thank goodness we are there. Exactly. Uh, so you are, of course, a survivor of yeah. stage four colon cancer. Puts you in a minority among 6%. people. Six Wow, I didn't think it was even that bad. Wow. So uh, congratulations. Uh, we need to go to Vegas. And um, no, kidding, no, actually, right? you've probably looked, used up all your good odds here. And thank goodness for it. Yeah. But you uh, have a, a call out to people to, well, absolutely. get ahead of that. And that, that means? Yes. Yeah. It means you absolutely have to find out what's up your butt. You got to get, right. get a colonoscopy. And, and, and not just, you know, like logic and, 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 and facts and other stuff. No, in fact, this is literally uh, what is right. up, uh, up in your nether regions here. Yeah. I, I took your advice two years ago after mm-hmm. you were on the show. And thankfully, I mean, I found, they found a, a bunch, uh, all sorts of the fairly benign little polyps. Right. But a couple of the ones that, again, at my age, probably about a 2% chance of, of turning right. into cancer. That's, that's 2% too much, as you have found out yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ugh. You know, uh, colon cancer is very treatable when it's caught early. Yeah. 90%. I mean, yes. 90% five-year um, you know, rate that people are still alive. So, you know, that's pretty incredible. Um they're now recommending that people start to get a regular colonoscopy at age 45. Right. So it used to be 50, now they're saying 45. But out of your listeners, one in 20 of them have it. Right. They don't know it, but they have it. And out of 100 people who have it, 35 will die in five years. Wow. It's the second leading cancer death in the United States. Yep. And of course, if you have, as I found out when they found a couple of the, and I've long since forgotten the yep. terminology, but the, polyps. Yeah, the, the, the polyps that, that, that have near, uh, that have mischief in mind, yes. uh, that, uh, that, yeah, that, that kind of ratchets down the odds for the rest. I mean, the rest of the Absolutely, family wants yeah. to start getting checked at age 40 instead of yep. 45 or 50. Uh, so forewarned is forearmed. And, yep. uh, and I'm, I'm on the three year cycle here right now, which, uh, mm-hmm. I will say the prep was not nearly as bad as, as, as you warned me about here. Actually, right. having just started the keto diet uh, <laughs> without the proper information, it was a huge relief, I will confess. That right. being said, if you can possibly figure out a way to get the CO2 instead of the air to inflate right. your intestines, go for it because it's totally worth it. That was the worst part of the whole thing for yeah, me. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. You know, it. You know, uh, the colonoscopy, I mean, you're, you're pretty much out, either fully out or twilight. So you don't, I mean, you, you still oh, think prescription you're, fentanyl was the best thing you still ever. still think you're... Your butt is still a virgin. I mean, you don't know any better. You know? Oh yeah, so it's it's pretty painless. You know, it's you oh, know, the, the not fent- a bad thing. The, the fentanyl was literally okay, Mister Berg. Count down from five, five, four, three. How are you doing, Mister Berg? It was like someone cut the tape and yeah. spliced them together here, which is like the actual procedure. For those of you who are worried, I'm not going to lie, I was 
nothing to it. No. Now there are, and, and the the prep. Some people's results may vary. To yeah. me, it was a huge relief, uh, as it were. Uh, but uh, yeah. Yeah, the recovery again, I would suggest learn a little bit about yeah. how to manage air in your intestines or get the CO two. It's worth the mm-hmm. extra fifty bucks to me if that's what what it comes to. Don't know. Absolutely. But ab- but absolutely do it. This it's one of the more preventable cancers there is. It uh, is. It in is. addition to all the other conditions that you can find uh, with a routine colonoscopy. Absolutely. And, you know, if you have unexplained weight loss, um, if you experience dizziness on and off, um, if you have a change in your bowel habits, um, if you have, you know, blood in your poop, you know, those are those are some warning signs to you that you need to get checked out. Yeah. And don't be placated by your doctor. Um, I yeah. I had to demand a colonoscopy. Yeah. Um, I had to get kind of threatening about it, wow. um, which I'm like, seriously, like, you know, people don't ask this for fun. So like, just schedule the damn colonoscopy. Wow. But um, you may have to advocate for yourself and, you know, really ask for it. If you have those symptoms, go in, get your colonoscopy. If nothing else, you'll have peace of mind. You know, I had 32 of my friends and um, family members get colonoscopies after I found out that I was diagnosed uh, and 12 of them had polyps that um, would have developed into cancer at a high percentage. So right. that's that's a large number of people. Yep. And and it, 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 there's a significant likelihood they will find something that could theoretically develop yeah. into cancer. Better safe than sorry. But, I mean, it takes Absolutely. nothing to get them burned out of the way. And then you're clear for a couple of years at the very yeah, they, worst. They do it right during the colonoscopy. So yeah. You don't totally have to go easy. back. Yeah. No. No. It's, easy, it's like easy. mowing the lawn. What's not easy is um, multiple surgeries, having um, a poop bag and getting your poop bag reversed. And, you know, chemotherapy, radiation is not easy. So all of those things, not easy. Getting a colonoscopy, very easy. Oh, and pain management as well, since we're on the subject. Right. Yeah, that's another story. So so, so prevention, in this case, is is literally thousands of times better than the yeah. alternative. And it's as distasteful as it may feel. Believe me, trust me, as someone who is as paranoid about that kind of thing mm-hmm. as, as anyone in the world, uh, it was much easier than what I've seen other you, yourself and other people I, I know with colon cancer go through. And it, it's yeah. the, vastly the better alternative. So, Kara Schultz, thanks as always. Thank you. Uh, we'll have to do this again sometime. Uh, let's talk about the, let's go to the opioid victory party here sometime yes. soon here. Absolutely. My band, Elephant in the Room, out at the Stillwater Bowl and Lounge tonight. Be there uh, from 8 till midnight. Hope to see you there. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520. 800-218-9520. 800-218-9520. 
That's 800-218-9520. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith Cal. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Stevens. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand new warranty name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob or Jake or visit our website at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com where every deal is a steal. AM 1280, the 